0: Welcome to Immerse Kingdoms, reading for week 11, day 53. King Solomon then asked for a man named Huram to come from Tyre. He was half-Israelite, since his mother was a widow from the tribe of Naphtali, and his father had been a craftsman in bronze from Tyre. Huram was extremely skillful and talented in any work in bronze, and he came to do all the metalwork for King Solomon. Hiram cast two bronze pillars, each twenty-seven feet tall and eighteen feet in circumference. For the tops of the pillars he cast bronze capitals, each seven and a half feet tall. Each capital was decorated with seven sets of latticework and interwoven chains. He also encircled the latticework with two rows of pomegranates to decorate the capitals over the pillars. The capitals on the columns inside the entry room were shaped like water lilies, and they were six feet tall. The capitals on the two pillars had two hundred pomegranates in two rows around them, beside the rounded surface next to the latticework. Hiram set the pillars at the entrance of the temple, one toward the south and one toward the north. He named the one on the south Jachin and the one on the north Boaz. The capitals on the pillars were shaped like water lilies, and so the work on the pillars was finished. Then Hiram cast a great round basin, fifteen feet across from rim to rim, called the Sea. It was seven and a half feet deep and about forty-five feet in circumference. It was encircled just below its rim by two rows of decorative gourds. There were about six gourds per foot all the way around, and they were cast as part of the basin. The sea was placed on a base of twelve bronze oxen, all facing outward. Three faced north, three faced west, three faced south, and three faced east, and the sea rested on them. The walls of the sea were about three inches thick, and its rim flared out like a cup and resembled a water lily blossom. It could hold about eleven thousand gallons of water. Huram also made ten bronze water carts, each six feet long, six feet wide, and four and a half feet tall. They were constructed with side panels braced with crossbars. Both the panels and the crossbars were decorated with carved lions, oxen, and cherubim. Above and below the lions and oxen were wreath decorations. Each of these carts had four bronze wheels and bronze axles. There were supporting posts for the bronze basins at the corners of the carts. These supports were decorated on each side with carvings of wreaths. The top of each cart had a rounded frame for the basin. It projected one and a half feet above the cart's top, like a round pedestal, and its opening was two and a quarter feet across. It was decorated on the outside with carvings of wreaths. The panels of the carts were square, not round. Under the panels were four wheels that were connected to axles that had been cast as one unit with the cart. The wheels were two and a quarter feet in diameter and were similar to chariot wheels. The axles, spokes, rims, and hubs were all cast from molten bronze. There were handles at each of the four corners of the carts, and these, too, were cast as one unit with the cart. Around the top of each cart was a rim nine inches wide, The corner supports and side panels were cast as one unit with the cart. Carvings of cherubim, lions, and palm trees decorated the panels and corner supports wherever there was room, and there were wreaths all around. All ten water carts were the same size and were made alike, for each was cast from the same mold. Hiram also made ten smaller bronze basins, one for each cart, Each basin was six feet across and could hold 220 gallons of water. He set five water carts on the south side of the temple and five on the north side. The great bronze basin called the Sea was placed near the southeast corner of the temple. He also made the necessary wash basins, shovels, and bowls. So at last Hiram completed everything King Solomon had assigned him to make for the temple of the Lord. The two pillars. The two bowl shaped capitals on top of the pillars. The two networks of interwoven chains that decorated the capitals. The four hundred pomegranates that hung from the chains on the capitals. Two rows of pomegranates for each of the chain networks that decorated the capitals on top of the pillars. The ten water carts holding the ten basins. The sea and the twelve oxen under it. The ash buckets the shovels, and the bowls. Hiram made all these things of burnished bronze for the temple of the Lord, just as King Solomon had directed. The king had them cast in clay molds in the Jordan Valley between Succoth and Zarathan. Solomon did not weigh all these things because there were so many. The weight of the bronze could not be measured. Solomon also made all the furnishings of the temple of the Lord. The gold altar the gold table for the Bread of the Presence, the lampstands of solid gold, five on the south and five on the north, in front of the Most Holy Place, the flower decorations, lamps and tongs, all of gold, the small bowls, lamp snuffers, bowls, ladles and incense burners, all of solid gold, the doors for the entrances to the Most Holy Place and the main room of the temple, with their fronts overlaid with gold. So King Solomon finished all his work on the temple of the Lord. Then he brought all the gifts his father, David, had dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the various articles, and he stored them in the treasuries of the Lord's temple. Solomon then summoned to Jerusalem the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the ancestral families of the Israelites they were to bring the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to the temple from its location in the city of David, also known as Zion. So all the men of Israel assembled before King Solomon at the annual Festival of Shelters, which is held in early autumn in the month of Ethanim. When all the elders of Israel arrived, the priests picked up the Ark, the priests and Levites brought up the Ark of the Lord along with the special tent and all the sacred items that had been in it. There, before the Ark, King Solomon and the entire community of Israel sacrificed so many sheep, goats, and cattle that no one could keep count. Then the priests carried the Ark of the Lord's covenant into the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, and placed it beneath the wings of the cherubim. The cherubim spread their wings over the ark, forming a canopy over the ark and its carrying poles. These poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the holy place, which is in front of the most holy place, but not from the outside. They are still there to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two stone tablets that Moses had placed in it at Mount Sinai, where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they left the land of Egypt. When the priests came out of the holy place, a thick cloud filled the temple of the Lord. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud, for the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord. Then Solomon prayed, O Lord, you have said that you would live in a thick cloud of darkness. Now I have built a glorious temple for you, a place where you can live forever. Then the king turned around to the entire community of Israel standing before him and gave this blessing. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept the promise he made to my father David. For he told my father, From the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I have never chosen a city among any of the tribes of Israel as the place where a temple should be built to honor my name but I have chosen David to be king over my people Israel. Then Solomon said, My father David wanted to build this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord told him, You wanted to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention is good, but you are not the one to do it. One of your own sons will build the temple to honor me and now the Lord has fulfilled the promise He made. For I have become king in my father's place, and now I sit on the throne of Israel just as the Lord promised. I have built this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and I have prepared a place there for the ark, which contains the covenant that the Lord made with our ancestors when He brought them out of Egypt. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience.